Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Edit Your Life podcast. I'm Christine Coe. And I'm Asha Dornfest, and we're here to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. We share practical ways to declutter your home schedule and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. And we believe that baby steps are the key to getting there. Good morning, Asha, my dear friend. Hello. How are you, sweetie? Fine. I actually <laughs> like held back from saying, how are you? But... <laughs> I still say, how are you? Okay. It's good. It's good. (laughs) Well, first, I think we need to start this episode by recognizing how incredibly weird it is to be recording before election day, knowing that this will go live after election day. I think that for me, I know what I'd like my emotional state to be by the time this goes live, but obviously I have no idea what the reality will be. Because I refuse mm-hmm. to believe any polls. I- <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know, we can we can sort of laugh in our own dark way about this, which, you know, I, I feel exactly the same way. This is a, it's a strange time for us. It's a strange time for a lot of people. So I'm glad you mentioned it. But, um, you know, it's sort of even thinking through this episode, it sort of helped me just take a breath and take a beat for, you know, just a moment and really remind myself that. There just are no internal constants. I mean, there are internal constants that that are with us no matter what's going on outside in the world. And in some ways, that's sort of how the world is. Like, you really never know what the next week is going to bring. Now, this is granted a very intense version of that, but um, somehow that makes this topic of self-care more relevant than ever. Yes. And I know, listen, I I also kind of feel like we need a different term for self-care because I feel like even when I say it, it's kind of like, "Mm," you know, because they're just, I know how that said, um, you know, you just mentioned the sort of feeling of things being unexpected and just not knowing. Um, and as kind of often seems to happen to me on the internet, um, part of the inspiration for this episode was that something unexpected happened (laughs) that I started on the internet recently. Um, And as you know, and maybe some folks who follow me on social know, I have had a string of incredibly mundanely incurred injuries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, First, I strained my hamstring when I was crossing the street with my dog, and then, which was just like humiliating. Um, And then my shoulder has been bothering me. And I thought it was like a tennis thing, but I have sadly not really been even playing tennis recently. And I think it's like sort of like a mouse clicking injury. (laughs) 
Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy that that is a thing? Excessive time on the internet injury. It is crazy. And then, like just last week, I injured myself while I was sleeping and I had this freak leg cramp in my calf and I woke up and like couldn't walk around. And that's terrible. That's so painful. I was just like, this is ridiculous. And um, so not only ridiculous, but I actually felt a little scared. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm only 47. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hopefully have at least like, you know, another 40 years in me, especially, you know, the Korean women in my family live a long time. My grandmother Mm -hmm. lived past 100. Um, My other grandmother well into her 80s, probably early 90s. So anyway, I I feel like I have a lot of life in me and I want to be active and be physically, you know, present with my family, for me, all that. So anyway, um, I like accountability, as you know, and I just decided, I looked at the calendar and was like, you know what? There are about 10 weeks left of 2020, and I want to commit to 50 days of self-care by the end of 2020. So that like averages out to, you know, maybe five days a week because, you know, stuff happens like daily challenges can be hard because they kind of set you up for failure. Um, And so I just threw it out there and people responded really strongly to it. And so I kind of figured for this conversation that you know, no matter the result of the election, I think people will either need to heal, you know, just due to the exhaustion and stress of the last four years, or dare I say, grieve over what's coming. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just thought it would be a good chance to talk about this and like why it's hard and how to get get moving and all that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I talked for a long time there, but there was kind of a wind up to explain why we're talking about this. No, no, no. Actually, um, that is just remarkably um, sane and um, and so wise, I think. Um, and I think the fact is that many of us, when faced with stress like we are faced with right now, don't respond by saying, I'm going to take on, uh, you know, 50 days of self-care challenge. And that's not what, exactly what you're saying. What you're saying is, you know, this works for you in terms of accountability, but you're just saying that this is something that you're going to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I find that really inspiring. So I'm glad you explained it. Um, I think it it sort of puts a little boundary around this and, um, you know, gives us something to talk about that's really specific. But also, I, I think it's so good to remember that, um, you know, the place that this whole process started for you, I mean, obviously, it started with your injuries and issues, but then it was like, Okay, I like accountability. I looked at the calendar. Like this is how your mind works. This is how you do things and you've come up with a a way to um create self-care that actually like also cares for the way that you think and the way that you like mm. to act and I think that is really really great. And um so I think as we, you know, step into this conversation, it's good for all of us to think about that, you know? And um The bottom line, though, to me, is that our bodies, I'm thinking about your injuries. When you said I injured myself while sleeping, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't (laughs) help. sad. I couldn't help but like, just like laugh in a sad way. Yes. I mean, (laughs) our bodies communicate with us and they will tell us what's going on. And um, just these, and I'm just talking about these little nagging stress injuries. Yes. I mean, I think illness can sometimes also be related to stress and, you know, whatever, but the point is that that tension in our bodies, um, you know, like the the way that we start healing some of that tension also happens in our body. And so I think that whatever we talk about when we talk about self-care, that's where it starts. And so that's why I'm really glad that we're talking about this, because this is something everybody can do. 
Not everyone has to do 50 days. Mm -hmm. Not everyone has to do it in that way, but everyone can do something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know when you and I were talking, you know, the other other day, just, you know, not recording, but talking and you said, yeah, your your body seems to tell you when <laughs> when it's like emergency time and yeah. time to do something. It does. <sighs> it does. Uh, my husband Rail his his body's the same way because you know, and interestingly, um, you know, he has incredible mental fortitude as do you, and so he will you know sort of mentally power through certain things, and it's like he needs his body to just be like, "Hello, just mm-hmm. a minute there," mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's just. You know, that's just being human. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a perfect segue into, um, you know, our conversation is going to be a little more free flowing today. And, um, you know, the first thing I wanted to address straight up is, you know, why is self-care so hard? Like, I think this will look very different for different people and um, there's no right or wrong with it. Mm -hmm. And I think actually to your point about your husband that, I'm similar in that it's both a a gift and a um, problem. Is that the right word? That Mm -hmm. I have a real ability to power through stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. so if I've got, you know, today I've got like a 59 item to-do list and I'm just going to power through that, right? Mm -hmm. But that's also a total detriment, you know, (laughs) to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would say personally, I think, and I'm usually very good at self-care, but it's, it's very clear to me that, this has been hard for me given my current schedule with my kids back in school um, Mm -hmm. and how that impacts who's going to help with the dog. And then, you know, my ability to get time to myself, which is really challenging these days. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's too dramatic. I mean, maybe it's a little melodramatic, but I pretty much feel like my needs are kind of always last in the, (laughs) in the order Mm -hmm. of things. And Mm -hmm. It sucks. Um, Mm -hmm. So not surprisingly, as I was literally have been just trying to survive um, the fall and all the challenges, self-care was the first thing to go. I was like, you know, I don't need to like I don't have time to do that or, um, you know, it's it was just the first, you know, degree of freedom that felt like it could go and things wouldn't fall apart, which turned out not to be the case. How's your self-care been going? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. I I um, you know, you were saying how your your ability to power through things it's it's a strength and it's a weakness at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, my um my one of my strengths is that I have this sort of like I I have a I'm a very intuitive person, you know? And um I tend to like sort of perceive the big picture of just about any situation I'm in and really like, I, I I don't know. I don't know how to actually describe how my, what's going on inside my head, but it allows me to connect to people really well and communicate and all that kind of good stuff. Well, the flip side of that is that when there is, um, you know, an emotional challenge, like I have experienced this last year, um, a little, you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I, I think listeners, as you know, I, my, Father passed away earlier this year. My mother-in-law just passed away and and all the other things that we are all going yeah. through. So th- those things just lay me out mm-hmm. and um, not lay me out in that I'm non-functional, but on some level, there's some part of me that is. And self-care has always been tricky for me because I tend to, um, I just tend to 
Right. I mean, I think with a busy family life, it really is easy to put other people's stuff first. And uh, it's hard to carve out that time, at least for me. And for some people, that's just not the case, but it has been for me. And so um, my energy levels and my um, my self-discipline and all of that kind of stuff has really fluctuated this year. So it has not been going very well, but that has changed. I will tell you that has changed. And um, I, and I, you know, I've taken a page out of our, our own book as I've started really small. I'm doing this Zoom exercise class with a local, um, a local trainer. And it's amazing. And I totally had a bumpy start. It like happens three days a week. I missed two of the days and, you know, half the time I couldn't get my headphones working. I mean, it was really a bumpy start, mm. but I just kept saying, but it's a start, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And whereas before I would have just given up and, you know, sort of not done it, I have been doing it. And you know what the other self-care thing I've been doing is after we record our podcast, I hop in the car and I drive up to Portland's Japanese garden because mm. they have free member hours at 8 a.m. in the morning and I just go there. And so that's another thing I've been doing. So I've I've just I mean, one there's one thing to say about this pandemic and that it has forced me not just the pandemic, my sort of grief state has forced me to take smaller steps. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud to say that a few of those steps have included self-care. So that's good. I mean, it's just, it's very long in coming, but it's there. I think that is wonderful. And I love that you brought up like how other little things like with your Zoom class, like your earbuds or whatever, just other things can get in the way, but you just yeah. kind of kept going. <laughs> Um, and personally, I want to say that I love envisioning you in the Japanese gardens in Portland. (laughs) The only, um, I have actually been, it was many, many years ago, but I've been to the San Francisco, um, Japanese gardens with my brother-in-law who lives out there. And, um, it was just a magical, peaceful place. So I can actually, even though I know you said the Portland ones are really off the hook, um, (laughs) I, I Mm -hmm. can imagine a context in which like what that would look like. And it makes me really, really happy. I'll have to send you a picture. Oh, good. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Your, your social media manager is asking you to send one. Like, ASAP. I know. I feel like you said you um, asked for a picture last week and I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was either. But it's fine. Um, okay. Well, yes, struggle is real. Um, and actually, you know, I'd be curious to hear, I'm sure we'll hear from our listeners too. I'll, I'll make an ask about what makes it hard for other people, but um, clearly it's a very, There's just many, many barriers to entry. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, we have more to chat about, and we will continue the conversation after a quick break. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin, but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera, which I take every morning. Rituals products are tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals, and Hyacera is clinically proven to reduce fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. They also engage in industry-leading sustainability standards and are a female-founded B Corp, which means they hold themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. Want to join me in hydrating from the inside out? Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. 
Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash edit for 25% off. Are you, like pretty much every parent of younger kids I know, looking for a smart entertainment option for your kids? Designed for kids ages 6 and up, Mysteries About True Histories, also known as Math, How Smart Is That?, is a weekly podcast full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and humor. And while kids will enjoy the stories anchored around characters like troublesome trolls, pirate queens, and mysterious aunts, adults can benefit too. I admittedly delighted in learning a thing or two about Pythagoras and triangles in one episode. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time-traveling adventures. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code-breaking, pattern-solving, and more, all weaving humor in with education to make learning fun. Episodes drop every Thursday and are about 15 minutes long, a great length for transition times during the day or a bedtime treat. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Okay, friends, we are back. And my dear, dear Asha and I, we are talking about self-care and how to make it happen and why it's hard and how to get back in the saddle. So at the front end of this episode, I talked about the backstory leading up to this 50 days of self-care. And uh, I will share that I'll include a link in the show notes. I have decided to just start. I'm really doing this all in Instagram stories um, very regularly. And I've set up a highlight on my profile, and I think I can link to that. So I'll put that in the show notes if you kind of want to follow along. But I want to say that one of the very, very important things about making this happen um, is that the mantra has been 10 minutes is better than no minutes. <laughs> So, so I just want to encourage people and I'll talk more about that in a little bit, but, um, um, I just want to say that it can look like whatever for you, you know, obviously I'm doing 50 days because of the timing of when I started it, but it could be whatever you want it to be. And I just want to encourage people to start. And it's been really fun to see what other people have been, you know, choosing to do their challenge as, and just, um, you know, bring a little awareness to the fact that it's okay to put yourself first. Like I literally did that today. I sort of mapped out my day and it's looking pretty busy. And even though I'm a creature of habit and normally do a you know, certain amount, actually podcast launch stuff on Thursday mornings, I said, you know what, given the way my schedule is looking today, if I don't do 10 minutes of yoga right now, I'm not going to get to it. And so mm-hmm. I did that first and it was really mm-hmm. delightful. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, that's, that is wonderful. And, 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 and that's so, I mean, it's sort of like that's a really great money um, rule too. You know, people say when you get your paycheck, pay yourself first. You know, mm-hmm. put five, put five or ten bucks in your savings account, and then pay your bills. But it's it's that sort of idea, and I think that um, I think it's really important that you know you're talking about yoga. I'm talking about walking in a garden or exercising or whatever. I really do think that any kind of physical movement is what's really going to address you know whatever stress you're going through. So any kind of physical movement even if it's for 10 minutes, it doesn't have to be a workout. You know, Mm -hmm. it can be stretches. It can be a walk. It can be breathing. It can be yoga. I mean, there are all sorts of things that you can do, but just sort of, you know, connecting back to your body and moving it a bit um, with some intention, you know, meaning 
just saying to yourself, I'm going to do this for myself. Mm-hmm. I think even just saying that really helps. And I think, you know, it's really important to mention this. I mean, we have people of all ages who listen to our podcast, but, um, you know, I've been looking into, um, I've actually been looking into exercise programs for my mom. You know, my mm-hmm. mom's in her eighties mm-hmm. and sometimes she has some balance issues and things like that. It is shocking how much progress can be made on things like balance and strength and functioning, you know, no matter what age you are with a small amount of consistent movement. It's really quite incredible. Like Mm -hmm. you really can change your daily experience of walking around in the world. I mean, it happens very gradually. It's not like it's some, you know, miracle thing. Like, you know, you wake up the next week and you feel great, but mentally you can start feeling great right away. So whatever we're talking about, whether it's a 50 day challenge or just I'm going to, you know, stretch for 10 minutes every day before I go to bed. Start now, like start today. You'll literally never be this young again. You know what I'm saying? And I think that I think that like it's this is the moment. And, um, you know, this reminds me that this just this is a little bit off topic, so we don't have to go down this rabbit hole. But I want to mention the book called Younger Next Year. And it's all about um, the benefits of exercise and various other things for older and elderly people. I think, you know, even if you're not necessarily the target age for reading that book, like something interesting to read, you know, maybe with your parents in mind or another elderly loved one, but just read it and think about your own future years. You know, Mm -hmm. we are not always going to be in this place. Mm -hmm. And um, I had a wonderful conversation with Tammy Hackbarth, who's one of our really dear listeners. And she said, you know, sometimes I do things for future Tammy. I'm doing this for future Tammy. And Mm. I'm thinking to myself, that is such a great way to think about self-care and exercise. It's for future Tammy, you know, and you mentioned that yourself, Christine, like you want to be, you got a lot of years ahead of you. You want them to be good. You know, this is remind. So that's wonderful. We will link that book up in the notes. And um, it's making me think that so my mom is 84 years old and she's like this spry, adorable little Smurf. She's like three apples high. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> she has recently, she goes on these regular walks through this very beautiful um, nature preserve near her home. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to dig up somewhere. She actually took like a selfie of her on this bridge. And I was like, mom, you're taking a selfie and you look so cute. So <laughs> I think I need to like download that to my phone or put it as my like background as like inspiration mm-hmm. <laughs> for future Christine. I love it. Do it. Do it. <gasps> love it. Um, that is awesome. All right. Well, so we've been talking a little bit about how to make it happen. And I want to just drill into that a little bit because I think I've, had some observations and I'm going <laughs> to, I think I'm going to actually like make a little graphic with these because so when I started this thing, I started it literally doing 10 minutes of yoga in a chair dressed for work. Like, I think it was kind of like, I think one of the barriers to entry and actually I hear a lot of people saying, you know, one of the things that helps me work out is I put on my workout clothes and that helps me do it. But then you know, other people say, well, I put on my workout clothes and then I didn't do it and I felt terrible. Right. So I think my point here is that being actually dressed and showered for a work day, but still doing 10 minutes of self-care opened my eyes to like, okay, you know, I can do this. I don't have to get sweaty. It doesn't have to be (laughs) like a huge deal. And then the fascinating thing was that after doing that 10 minute practice, the rest of the day, I just had a little more awareness of like, 
doing stretches to work on my shoulder that's bothering me just like throughout the day while I'm just doing other stuff. And then the next day, instead of feeling resentful about walking James because no one was around to help me, I was like, you know what? This is a gift to like go out and walk midday for 20 to 30 minutes. That's really good. Mm. And then a couple days later, I was like, okay, 20 minutes on the mat with my yoga for when you're angry practice would be a really good thing. So I think that my point is there are these like residual effects that happen. And for me, I know, again, this will differ depending on what you're doing and what your situation is. But for me, this all happened within a couple of days, which was crazy to me and also quite a relief, I will say. Well, I'm so glad you mentioned that because you know, my, my making it happen. I think I mentioned earlier, I signed up for a zoom exercise class. And, um, the thing that was important about it for me was that it was with a local trainer. And what that means for Mm. me is that when this is all over, (laughs) I like wildly gesture around when this is all (laughs) over, um, (laughs) I can go see her. Like we can go work Mm. out in the park. Um, this is not somebody out on the internet. This is somebody here in Portland. And that is so awesome to me because relationships for me are super motivating. And I realize that, um, you know, the whole connection for me uh, uh, with, you know, my local community, my, I mean, potential local community, we haven't met in person. Um, that's really important. And so, you know, you're talking about these residual effects. I'm also talking about that too. This feeling like, Oh, you know, this feeling of disconnection that is so widespread right now, even my little self-care habit is chipping away at that for me. And that opens up new avenues for me mentally. I think the other thing is that once I took that one tiny step, I felt really proud of myself. And I, I had to actually like force myself to take a minute and go, hey, you did that. Like, good job, Asha. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, I can do something else. I could do something else. It just opened a tiny little door in my mind because the first that first step was just the hardest. And look, I'm not there yet. You know, I've only just started, right? I've started before. So, you know, but the point is I'm focusing on the fact that I've started rather than like, oh no, am I going to keep doing it? What if I quit? I mean, I'm, I'm just not going there. Well, so, yeah, y- yeah, you started, but also I think what you point out here that um, for you, I mean, you are such a, a people person, like, mm-hmm. and, and tuned to emotional connection with people and just like, like, um, authentic content connection with people that by connecting with somebody local, like a real human being, <laughs> um, that's going to help you like make it happen. And it's so, yeah. it's such a beautiful thing. And especially to support a local business owner and a female business owner. I mean, there's so many layers to that, that connect to your values as a human being that right. I think are really, really critical. Yeah. Um, well it's so, and you know, the sort of, like haha counterpart is I'm really doing this um with someone someone I definitely don't know <laughs> this yoga with Adrian person mm-hmm. who is wonderful and she's like a big star on the internet she probably has like a million subscribers or something crazy mm-hmm. but I did want to point out because I posted about it in stories yesterday and people were very like oh my gosh thank you for a lot of times I'm finding Asha that people like really like the nitty gritty on how to make something happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so. I just want to bring this up as last bit on this making it happen piece. Um, you know, if you go to her channel, it's a little overwhelming because there are so many um, yoga practices. So mm-hmm. what I'm doing to help make it happen for me, and because my time is so variable each day, is in my to-do app, Todoist, I have like, you know, 
the to-do item, daily to-do item of like self-care, this this thing. But in the comments, I dropped like a link to, I went and just called a bunch of links to different workouts and I mm-hmm. noted how long it is. So it's like 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes, what the, what the workout is. And I just write shoulders or all body or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that way it makes it super easy for me to scan on a given day and just pick something that works for how much time I have and what problem I'm having. Oh, so great. Yeah. So I included a screenshot. I don't know if I can link that screenshot. I'll have to think about that. But um, it just was, again, like one of those little technical details to reduce the barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'll just say this really quickly. My um, trainer who I work with, Raina, she has these are online classes, so anybody can sign up for them. And so what I have done is I, I mean, it's way simpler because I just put it in my calendar and then I put the Zoom link in my calendar and yes. it's literally sitting right there. So yes. that's what I do. So I will link up her classes um, in the show notes so that folks can see what I'm doing. Um, you, well, but that's that's what I'm doing. I love it. I love it. Yay. We'll support mm-hmm. Raina. And also, can you um, see other participants? Could somebody like join and be like, hey, there's Asha. I'm working out with Asha. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh you, so you could. <laughs> Prepare yourselves, people. <laughs> it's not pretty. <laughs> I love it. Come as you are. Yeah, um, it's really great. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we have more to talk about, and um, Asha will do that after a quick break. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist, and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder, and I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. Okay, friends, we are back with this, I don't know, incredibly loving I feel like conversation about (laughs) self-care and I thought it would be fun for this kind of back section of the episode to talk about ideas for like Mm -hmm. what to do. Cause I think sometimes it's hard to figure out what to do. 
So I'll just share, cause I have been having fun, like just communicating with people about this. And, um, so my ideas are largely crowdsourced, but right now my physically oriented self-care is coming in the form of yoga. Obviously I'm doing, I committed to like internally to 50 days of yoga of some kind, uh, and dog walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but here's some other ideas that people have been sharing. Um, Actually, a lot of people have said they will join me with yoga, either yoga with Adrian or otherwise. I'll link her channel up in the notes. Um, couch to 5K, which is if you want to like get running again, which I can no longer do, but I applaud mm-hmm. all the people who can. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, our good friend, Jessica Turner, she committed to 50 Peloton classes. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. She's been sharing like videos with me, like after she finishes them, which has been awesome. Um, 50 walks, which I mm-hmm. think is delightful. Um, some people have been mixing it up, like saying, I'm going to do 50 days of a mix of yoga, hiking and biking, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's just been like all manner of things is my point. And it's, right. I think whatever feels doable. And, um, and again, by this point, maybe you don't want to do 50, maybe you want to make it 20. That's fine. That's great. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to share, cause I just, I asked, um, I love question stickers on Instagram stories. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> um, and I just love asking people what they're up to. And then I like share the stickers and as many as I can. And it's really fun. Anyway, the other day I asked people, what would you do if you had like, uh, no, I think I asked like, what are you going to do for yourself today or something like mm-hmm. that? And there were a bunch of great responses that were not necessarily focused on like physical movement, but some of them were nap. That was a very popular one, um, mm-hmm. which I'm envious of because I can't nap during the day. Me either. Reading, like tons of people love books and reading. Netflix, being still, gardening. I thought of you, Asha. <laughs> uh, creative stuff like painting or sewing, uh, meditating, trying to be present, voting. I love yes. that that was one of the responses. That is that is self-care. It is self-care. It sure is. Uh, also on the order of like not sexy self-care, scheduling a pap smear, flossing mm-hmm. and showering. <laughs> yeah. Ordering vitamin D and B12. Um, and then things like getting dressed in something other than stre- stretch pants and connecting with a friend. So I just, <laughs> I love it. You know, like yeah. everything counts in my book. Yes, That's my point. Well, you know, I mean, for me right now, it really is all about physically oriented self-care. And so, you know, this is like the, the the great thing about that is that no matter what happens with the election, my body is going to have the same needs for yes. for for movement and and, um, you know, relaxation and all of that stuff. So for me right now, that looks like my Zoom exercise class. Also dog walks. You know, it occurred to me that I have been walking every day with my dog for 12, 13 years. You've already and been it's doing like, it, Asha. <laughs> and it's just like, I know, but I'm like, you know, I was looking at Teddy the other day thinking nobody has walked with me more than you, Teddy. Aww, Teddy. And it's just, I don't know, just sort of was somehow moving to me. Anyway, gardening, as you all know, I love it. Uh, I can spend uh, 10 minutes chopping stuff down and like getting sweaty and gross in the garden and I'm happy. Um, but you know, the other physical self-care for me, it's not necessarily around movement as you were saying, but it's still physical things like petting my dog, like sitting with him and snuggling him and petting him makes me happy Uh or getting hugs. I I don't, I sound like Olaf, the snowman, you know, like I like warm hugs, but actually (laughs) it helps. It helps, especially in this time of like, 
physical separation from people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also finding that other things like cooking from scratch is really helping me. It's sort of challenging me a little bit, but also, um, you know, it's just engaging my hands and my mind and all of that. I love food. I love ingredients. But, you know, the other thing that I'm really into right now, wearing soft things like mm. fuzzy sweatshirts and slippers and wrapping myself in soft blankets. I'm, I think I'm, I'm in like security blanket territory right now. Oh, please. Yes. I'm going to text like, you a picture after we finish recording. Cause I'm wearing the snuggliest sweatshirt. Right <laughs> and that's really what I need. Like yeah. I need my thinking and worrying brain to just take a rest and like these physical and like sensory things connect me to reality and just oh, the yes. present. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I think that's really important. So important. Oh, Get your footy, footy pajamas, people. Yeah. Laurel <laughs> just bought some. It's like the modern, everybody thinks it's cool now version of the Snuggie. I don't even remember what it's called. <laughs> oh, I have yeah. an old, uncool version of a Snuggie and I love it. I yeah. take it okay. outside with me. Want a picture? Want Text me a picture of you and your <laughs> Snuggie. I love it. All right, Asha, this has been a beautiful conversation. I just love it. And I would mm. love to hear what your next edit is for our show. Okay. I'm just going to keep going with the, you know, the, the warm fuzzies here. And I'm going to say spend even five, but say five to 15 minutes doing something comforting for your body. Mm-hmm. Something like take a shower or put on your favorite socks or wash your face. Anything that just physically makes your body feel good. It's not going to be a cure all, but it'll give you a tiny, tiny rest right now. And that's just a place to start. Mm-hmm. I love it. And that dovetails perfectly with my recommendation, which is to just start. Um, You don't have to join me for 50 days, though I would love that. Um, But just start prioritizing yourself in little teeny increments. Like Asha said, it can be five to 15 minutes. And then just see like how the residuals play out. I'm just so curious. And I would love to hear from people about what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so I'm so interested in hearing your stories, folks. So so, you know, like. Come join us on Facebook and let's talk about it. All right, folks, hopefully this leaves you feeling, you know, a little bit, breathing a little bit easier. You'll find the show notes for this episode, including links to the resources we've mentioned, plus lots of great related episodes at edityourlayshow.com. And as always, we love chatting with you on social media. This week, we'd like to know what is one of your favorite forms of self-care? And I guess I'll add as a bonus, um, I'd love to hear how people are going to prioritize themselves today, like whenever they listen to this episode. Hop over to facebook.com slash edit your life show and look for the question of the week pinned to the top of the page. Or you can chat with us on Instagram at edit your life show. Thanks for listening. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder, and I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better.